Alleluia! Christ is risen! Except he doesn't show up in our gospel today. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that. When I read the gospel, we don't actually see Jesus in our Easter story. And that's kind of the point. You see, the women who went to the tomb that Easter morning, they were prepared to see Jesus. Well, they were prepared to see him dead, but still, they were prepared to see Jesus. And so they had prepared spices for his body, because that's what you did back in the day. When someone that you loved died, you prepared perfume and you prepared spices and you anointed their body and you made it beautiful before you buried them in a tomb. It was sad, sure, but it was expected. It's what happens to everyone and so the women were prepared. They prepared spices and they went to the tomb. They were prepared there to say goodbye to the one that they loved. They were prepared to let go of the life that they longed for. They were prepared to make beautiful the dead body of their hope and to bury it in a tomb. They were prepared to visit once a year to leave flowers at this shrine to their past to be content and take comfort with knowing where the dead body of their hope lay so that they could come back and reminisce, remember what was and what could have been. The women were prepared for all of this because they knew that's how the world works. They knew that when you find a good thing, you'll just ruin it. That when you're given a chance, you'll just mess it up. That as soon as you get stable on your feet, the rug will get pulled out from under you. That's the way the world works. And so the women are prepared. They are prepared with spices for the dead. And they take those spices to the tomb. But when they enter the tomb, they do not find the body. They do not see Jesus. And so the women are perplexed because these women are prepared. They are prepared for anything. They are prepared for anything except that God might have other plans. When it comes to burying our dead hope in a tomb, it doesn't matter how well we prepare. God doesn't care because God has other plans. We like to think that we are the authors of our own destiny, but praise Jesus, we are not. God is, and that is a good thing too because we tell ourselves we know how every story ends. We tell ourselves that the only sure thing in life is that we die. And so we might as well assume that nothing lasts. Every good thing must come to an end. Everyone we love will ultimately leave us, and so we prepare. We prepare a box to put our hope in. We prepare a tomb to put Jesus in. We prepare a memory chest to put God in so that we might remember when life was full of possibility. But here's the thing. God doesn't fit in a box. 
Jesus didn't come to stay in a tomb. Christ came to redeem this world, and so it doesn't matter where you stick Jesus. He is not staying there because you are not in charge of this story. God is. And God has raised Jesus to new life. God has raised Jesus to new life to liberate your life. God has raised Jesus to new life to liberate us and to destroy all the rulers, all the authorities, all the powers that try to limit our lives. These are Christ's enemies. These are the ones that Paul says Christ will put under his feet. And the last enemy of Christ to be destroyed is death so that all might be made alive in Christ, might be made fully alive in Christ. There is no human who is Christ's enemy. The rulers, the authorities, the powers that try to limit our lives, they are not people. They are not Putin. They are not the president. These are just people with fancy pieces of paper to whom we choose to listen. No. What tries to rule our life is fear. Fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of death. What tries to have authority over our life is despair. Despair that things could ever change for the better. Despair that the human race is a lost cause. What tries to have power over our life is the false belief that we, with our sin and our small-mindedness, are the authors of our destiny because when we get control of how this story ends, Jesus, our living hope, comes into our life and we crucify him on the cross, we bury him in a tomb, we say that's the end of the story when it's placed in our hands and so we prepare. We prepare for the worst, we prepare spices for the dead, but when it comes, to burying your hope in a tomb, it doesn't matter how well you prepare because God doesn't care. God has other plans. We may have stuck Jesus in the tomb, but Jesus is not there because we are not the authors of our destiny. God is. God alone is Lord of life. God alone is the author of salvation. We stuck Jesus in the tomb, but God has raised him to new life. God has raised him to new life to liberate us, to liberate us from fear, from despair, from false expectations, but most of all, God has raised Jesus from the dead to liberate us from the ways in which we limit our own lives. For the truth is, we prepare for failure, but God, God plans for victory. We prepare for rejection, but God plans for love. We prepare for the worst, but God plans for the best. We have prepared for death, but God has planned for life. We tell ourselves that there is only one sure thing in life, and it is death, but today the one thing we are told to expect has been destroyed. So open up the graves of your imagination. Let the stone that stifles your heart be rolled away. Take the perfume that you have saved for the dead and pour it out on the feet of the living. Take the spices of your grief and save them for the feast of the resurrection that is to come. And if you don't believe me, run. Run to the tomb where you have buried your hope and look inside. You will see that it is empty because life's possibility is limitless for Christ alone is the Lord of our life. And hallelujah, Christ is risen.
but say it so that despair will know it is defeated. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Say it so that fear itself feels afraid. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Then stand with me and let us sing so that every heart from here to heaven may know that Christ alone is Lord of life.